Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to our Outlap Preview Podcast of this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas opener in Tucson, Arizona. This is episode number 50. It is January 31. My name's Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, as always. Uh, so many of our Outlap Preview Podcasts, again, for those of you, the previews designed to give you kind of an insight into an upcoming EKN Trackside live event. This in case, of course, being the opening round of the Challenge out in Tucson, Arizona. Absolutely perfect. Or if you're heading to the racetrack and want to kind of get dialed in what's going on, we're going to kind of give you an update on all the stuff that's happening, the drivers and the teams that are going to be part of the action this, this weekend, maybe any special stories kind of surrounding the event. This edition of the ECAN Outlap brought to you by Race Lab. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or to put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from kid kart to shifter karts. Villeneuve Racing Karts is their flagship product, available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve, which eat each model produced by TB Kart. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram, or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TV Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Well, David, here we go, man. We always look forward to go, going west, especially here in January, February. Obviously, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th, the opening round of the challenge, normally starting in January. This year, moving to the February, March, April runs. But you and I always look forward to getting out of the cold, heading to see Andy Saisman and the crew. Challenge of America is always a fantastic program. Yeah, it's 17 degrees here, going to be negative three on Friday. So very excited to uh, to leave this region <laughs> yeah. of the country for at least, you know, three days of, of sunshine and, and two days of, of sitting in, in a tube that goes 35,000 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is very true. You're right. You're right. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm just happy that we're going to have decent weather in Tucson. That's one thing we'll be looking at here. Uh, obviously, a, a, a place, depending on when we've gone, David, sometimes... We get cooler temperatures. We're looking potentially this weekend to be in the low 70s, although it will be, you know, probably in the mornings in the 40s and 50s. We've had times we've been there when the mornings have been in the 30s, even in the high 20s. Yeah, high of 79 on Sunday. So it's looking really good for that. But as I'll you said, it. lows in the mid 40s, but it, it's a later date. You know, typically yeah. we're, we're, you know, we've been seeing our Facebook memories of all the in and out burgers that we've had in <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> During the last couple of weeks, because typically we're there yeah. in the in the towards the end of January. Now we're moved into the beginning of February. So, again, you, you're seeing it, you know, the sun, sunlight, sun is rising a little bit quicker each day. So weather's a little bit different. Obviously, they had snow in Las Vegas. So the weather is kind of crazy right now. But we're, so we, it could have it could be snowing in Tucson don't for say all that. right now. Don't I'm even, saying right now. Don't even right now. jinx it for us. But for, for right now, we're looking at, uh, you know, mid 70s and then a 79 on Sunday. So it's looking pretty good. Uh, to be able to head to the 16th season of the Challenge in America. That, yeah, that's the key right there, right? Again, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th, the date. We're going to Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona, one of my favorite racetracks as a, as a commentator to call because the racing is so good there. Uh, the track's so wide. There's a lot of really wide entries to get a good pass, you know, to get a good speed, to really get that exit speed. That opens the door on the inside. So there's a lot of passing and then you know over-unders and back and forth. It's just really a tremendous racing circuit uh, there outside of Tucson. The opening two rounds 
of what has traditionally been a six-round championship, uh, of course, heading to Phoenix in March and then April into Sonoma. But, David, the key thing you mentioned all started back in 2008, the 16th season of this program. What a, what a tremendous run that Andy's, Andy Saysman has had, first, of course, with the Rotax, then moving into the Rock Cup USA program. Yeah, it has been. You know, we were there at the announcement in 2007 at Centennial yeah. uh, Track in Colorado. And from there, you know, Andy's just been basically the the one, cons- you know, among the consistency that we've seen throughout the sport uh, over the last two decades, really, you know, entering its 16th season, uh, you know, very close to the same staff that has been working through the program, very, a lot of the same teams that have supported the program, industry members that have supported the program and racers that have been in part of the challenge. You know, we've, there's, there's been cadets who started with the challenge and now are either driver coaches or team owners, et cetera. <laughs> so it's, it's very crazy to just see the full circle that the challenge has been and it continues to chug on. And, and you know, again, getting good, solid numbers to open up the year in Tucson. Well, David, also, as you talk about uh, some of those cadets growing up to be, you know, be their team owners, whatever it may be. But I know that the challenge actually put out a bunch of stuff because there was somebody that was talking about potential former uh, future Formula One drivers. And a number of those drivers spent time in the challenge or were actually challenge champions as well. Guys that are looking at like, like a Jack Crawford, who is, is over in Europe right now, looking potentially to make some stuff happen. Yeah, Jack Crawford, one of them, Uga, Uga Chukwu. Uh, was a challenge champion uh, in the one year that he did compete. Uh, I think it was the first year that they had rock uh, under the rock cup USA banner. Uh, The other one, uh, Enzo Delini, uh, the French now Frenchman. Again, he was living here in the United States. Uh, He's a two time challenge champion. Uh, Now a Red Bull junior driver and uh, looking yeah, making his uh, making his way up to up through the junior ranks now of open wheel cars for uh, twenty twenty three. David, let's wrap up this first segment of this Outlap podcast again, episode fifty of our Outlap preview podcast, talking about the opening round of the Challenge of the Americas this coming weekend in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, as we go into the event notes, let's talk about the racetrack a little bit. I mentioned how great it is. Eight tenths of a mile, thirteen corners. We'll run it in the in the clockwise direction. Is that indeed are we running clockwise this year? Uh, I don't know why it says clockwise. Maybe I had that wrong. We so it's counterclockwise. Counter- yeah, normally, normally it's counterclockwise. Mistakes. The track runs runs good in the, in, the, in the clockwise way, too. We've seen that happen many times. But I think the counterclockwise is going to be the way to go, right? Yeah, I'll double check that as, that. Uh, I, as we talk I'm on. Doing that right yeah, now too. <laughs> it's it's been it's been the the counterclockwise direction for a number of years for the challenge. Other programs have gone clockwise, so. Yeah, it's it is the uh, the counterclockwise direction. You got that? All right, we got that. We'll we'll lock that in. It's indeed running in the counterclockwise direction. The track itself, a replica of the Suzuka track in Japan. Uh, we talked about the fact that sixteen seasons of Challenge of the Americas racing, but David, this track really has become you know one one of the. I guess really, there's not a lot to choose from when talking about West Coast uh, Winter Series that can hold an event of this size. But ninth time since this series has has been coming up to Tucson. Yeah, it's been one of the regulars. Again, mm-hmm. with the way the weather is in Tucson, it helps allow for competitors in the northern part of the country to come down and warm up. And again, the racetrack itself is what brings people there too as well. It's a it's a phenomenal racetrack. Again, a lot of different passing opportunities, long straightaways, fast corners, slow corners. So it's got a little bit of everything again, and it has 
I think the passing opportunities is really what makes it stand out as yeah. a racing track. And that last big rundown, kind of the downhill straightaway into that left-right combination that leads back to start-finish. A lot of drivers making the move to the inside, but they'll blow the entry, and it's an over-under back and forth. There's just so many parts of this racetrack that make it so much fun to watch, for sure. First time they were there was back in 2012, also our first EKN live event with the Challenge of the Americas. One thing Dave will add in as well, I believe the, the our, our highest elevation in terms of the commentating tower and the uh, and the EKN tower. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, you can see everything at that racetrack, so it, it's great to uh, to be able to be go- to be able to be going up there and see what happens. Just uh, to, to be able to see everything—that's yeah. the key point from the one sp- standing spot. I wish it was a little bigger, but if it was a little bigger, it might be a little bit more dangerous with sure some enough. of the take... winds that come through there. But uh, exactly, um, yeah, a great great vantage point. Again, uh, just a great racetrack. Luckily, hopefully the wind will stay away. And so that'll make it a perfect weekend. uh, Currently Tuesday, January the 31st, as we record this podcast, they'll be on track tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, unofficial practice run by the racetrack, Uh, full Friday practice. And as uh, the challenge always does, three eight-minute sessions to start the day. They'll expand it to 12 minutes. And then they extended 17-minute hot pit session at the end of the day. We love that one. We'll go live on Ecamm with that. So, uh, I'll be down on pit lane roaming around. We'll talk about the drivers that are making last minute changes. David, that hot pit session, 17 minutes, lots of time, but you can come in and make changes. You can swap hubs out if you want. You can make a front, you know, uh, uh, on any kind of a, an alignment adjustment. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Heck, you can change an axle if you wanted to. You can do a lot of changes just to find that final little bit on the final practice on Friday. Yeah, it provides, you know, to tuners and racers the opportunity to, to make changes in real time, you know, very, you know, almost kind of a reset button when you, when you look at online racing, very similar, nothing, not a lot of programs do it. Challenge in America's is still one that continues to do the hot pit lane. We used to see it in the old days of karting, but a lot more facilities had actual hot pit that would, uh, that would work with a facility. Thankfully, Tucson is one of them. And and again, gives drivers the opportunity to make changes in real time, come in, like you said, axle carburetor, uh, front end alignment, all the different things, different hubs, all the different opportunities you have or changes that you can make uh, to see if what works and what doesn't in terms of pace. And especially at that time when main event racing will be going on. So you, it'll it'll give you an opportunity, not necessarily be the quickest, maybe, but to be able to be the most consistent and be the quickest towards uh, that main event checkered flag. Exactly. Round one going on Saturday, round two on Sunday, the same uh, setup for the day, starting off with warm up. Qualifying session, pre-finals, 14 uh, laps for uh, all but the cadet category. They'll run 11, and then finals are 20 and 16 for cadets. So uh, we'll get lots of track time, lots of laps, and, of course, full main events on both Saturday and Sunday. That wraps up our first segment here on the Outlap. When we get back, we'll have a look at the numbers, let you know uh, what things are looking like to get things underway for this year's Challenge of the Americas. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. 
Rawls and Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IAMI Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode 50 of the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network, or if you're listening on one of our podcasts, we thank you for that for sure. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole as we jump on in this particular Outlap brought to you by Race Lab, the North American distributor for the TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Chassis. Uh, David, the Challenge of the America is kicking off this coming weekend at Musselman Honda Circuit. Uh, the numbers we probably would like to maybe a little bit higher, but y- you never know with the way things kind of are playing out in terms of Tucson. Tucson's never really been the biggest draw in terms of numbers. It's a bit farther out from Southern California than some of the other ca- uh, tracks like a Phoenix and, of course, Cal Speed now not being available. Uh, but 114 uh, pre-entries coming in. I wouldn't be surprised to see a number of walk-up entries as well to you know take us over that 120 mark. 
Exactly. It's the start of the year. A lot of people may not necessarily not be ready and not were able to, were not able to get in before the deadline, which came, I think, on the 19th, even January 19th. So it's been, yeah. uh, you know, oh, my, I turned my calendar weeks. already over to February. So I got confused the other day. Um, I, yeah. So it's a couple of weeks again. Yeah. It's it's been over a week that uh, yeah. that registrations have been closed. So you you figure one or two drivers per day, you know, that gets you into the one thirty mark. And and I think when when people see the numbers or hear the numbers in senior hundred CC, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna help people uh, uh, decide if they're if they're on the fence or you know again a lot of the the uh, the new categories that are coming in too. Will 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 we see more drivers enter at track again? That's uh, another topic, including the OKN engine or category where the late fee has been waived because of the new newness of this category and the, the parts and engines uh, just coming into the country. You know, Challenge in America has decided to not only waive the uh, the late entry fee or the at-track entry penalty, uh, but they're also not making it a championship class. So, again, yeah. kind of a a future class grow it for the future let's get the first footing put down let's get this thing figured out and kind of use you know especially tucson and then phoenix and sonoma to uh to understand what this new engine platform is all about yeah let's again let's have a quick look at it one of the uh, obviously alterations the evolutions of the challenge this year is they're actually dropping four classes and adding two new ones it's kind of dropping four really three Micro Rock is actually being dropped. There will be not be a Micro Rock this year, but it will kind of fold itself into the, the Mini Rock category with an expansion of the ages. So 18 drivers last year, just eight this year in Mini, which is a bit of a surprise. Probably thought we would have had more. They went to a different carburetor, which the teams were asking for, but only eight drivers in Mini. But that happens with drivers transitioning up from Mini into Junior, and then, of course, Junior into the Senior categories as well. And we'll talk. David's already kind of teased that a little bit. The Rock engine itself uh the uh the junior rock and senior rock categories just did not draw last year no senior rocks one junior rock that's been dropped masters rocket didn't have huge numbers either they were uh, figuring they dropped that moved it over to ha hopefully have more drivers in masters 100 cc but david new for this year the okn we've talked about it really our first opportunity to see this engine here in north america and in, in the u.s and and eight drivers lining up for okn i think that's going to be really exciting to watch the other one which kind of surprises me because you had to figure to bring it out. There must've been a lot of people that, you know, would say, Hey, I'll promise a couple entries. If you do it, that's rock shifter junior. Literally people must've been asking for rock shifter junior. I love the concept. I saw people online saying, Oh, this would be awesome to be able to do this. No entries for the first round, which I think that's tough to see. And it's, it's, I'll tell you, if you're a team owner asking Andy Saisman for anything for 2024, I, I wouldn't even bother because people already came and asked him for rock shifter junior and nobody's doing it. <laughs> Uh, the element of online banter. Um, right. yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get into a soapbox, but that's, that's essentially maybe what kind of happened here, but I would think Andy has the, the understanding of what's going to happen with this program. And again, it's something that can be in the future. It might not kick, it might not show big numbers, but it can grow. I mean, no different than when they made the transition from Rotax over to the rock. Again, it took a little bit for the rock platform to grow and to get established. And it certainly has sure. done that uh, with the help of Andy Saisman and, and challenge in Americas and the California rock championship as well, too. So yep. um, again, this is something to look to the future. It doesn't necessarily have to be huge and come right out of the gate as a, as a gold star, but it's something that can grow on again. It's something that's brand new, something again, 
manufacturer situations are happening again, even though we're, we're two years out from, uh, oh, it's two years, what three years, it'll be three years, what COVID three years ago, correct yeah. in, uh, in March. So we're still feeling the effects of, of that through it, now the manufacturer process of everything where materials and stuff like that are just not readily available. Um, it's still happening. So I'm not sure exactly where they are in terms of having everything, all the products in line that could be an issue or it could just be that people change their attitudes. Uh, once, once the calendar turned over, sure enough. um, yeah. again, this isn't something that was thought of last year when we wrapped up the series, it was something kind of midsummer, uh, towards the second half of the season that, that came out and was announced. So, Again, it's something to look towards for the future. Again, we've seen Junior Shifter Racing uh, be very popular uh, when shifter carts were first introduced. And and so I can see this, again, some drivers might, I, I think it's something that can grow really yeah. when, you will, when you look at it. Because again, we're seeing a lot of these kids going from 10 years old into cars. And what better way to do that than shifter cart racing? Yeah, and speaking of shifter carts, some decent numbers still. Not the 19 in, in the senior and 17 in Masters we had last year. Now, again, wait for some walk-ups. A lot of the shifter guys will do walk-ups. 13 drivers in the Rock Shifter Senior class. 11 Masters shifter drivers. Uh, the big numbers, let, let's just, we'll wrap with with a 10, 10 drivers and even 10 double digits in Masters 100cc. They had 11 last year, so a couple of walk-ups will make that better too. But David, uh, when, when I was scrolling through the spreadsheet of the entries, Man, 37 drivers in senior 100cc, 27 in junior 100cc. You know, these, these classes were just over the, you know, the double digits a little couple of years ago. But 37 in senior, man, that's that's a really solid number for any West Coast 100cc driver. And it shows the trend of what West Coast racing is has yeah. been about 100cc racing. That's where all the competitors are moving to. They they get they I guess they see more value and more bang for the buck in the hundred cc where than they do in the one twenty five stuff. So that's essentially where we're gonna see uh, a lot of great racing, a lot of uh, RG bargy, a lot of all the schmazzles, all the Tim Coyne names that you can come up with um, in Tucson. <laughs> because again, you know that opening corner, it's very tricky uh, getting through that. So we're gonna I, I guarantee we're gonna see some issues there, but it's gonna be a number of drivers, and when we we'll get into it later. Uh, fighting for the victory in that category. Indeed, there's your by the numbers. 129 total entries last year uh, in the challenge. They have 114 pre-entries coming in. We'll see whether or not we get to the 130 mark with the walk-ups coming in to the challenge. Again, practice starting on Wednesday and Thursday. Time for another quick break. When we get back, it's time to start jumping into class by class. Well, you know, some of the drivers who are entered, some that may not be there. There are some notable absences uh, in a number of the categories as well. Not surprising. We see that from time to time. But when we get back from this break, we'll jump into the Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Master. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service 
and their racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Kart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini cart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margate Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. 
Welcome back to episode 50 of our ECAN Outlap, our preview of this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas in Tucson, Arizona, Muscleman Honda Circuit. Rob Howden and David Cole jumping into what we'll be watching throughout this weekend. David, let's look at the Rock Shifter category to start. Then we'll go Rock Shifter Masters. 13 pre-entries. Uh, Hunter Pickett, the reigning champion in the category, but he will not be back to defend. He's not going to be there. Neither will be two-time winner from last year, Kyle Wick. We got a bunch of new names actually in this category. Yeah, Pickett's moved on to PSL Karting, Burrell Art, and kind of the focus there was with the team in Florida during the winter months. So he will not be competing at the Challenge in America, as neither is Kyle Wick, a two-time winner last year uh, before he called it quits on the series. Uh, so it's it's kind of opening up the doors. So really the only driver coming back that earned victory is Jacob Gulick. He's going to be the, the kind of the leader in the clubhouse going into the weekend yeah. as probably the top contender for the championship, having won at the Challenge in the Americas already because he's the only other driver uh, that has won in this category that will be racing in rock shifter. So that that's kind of the, the story going into it. Uh, you look at um, Micah Hendricks. He certainly has the ability to, yeah. uh, to compete in the crack promotions entry uh, Connor wick in the GFC carding entry. So Kyle's brother will be among those returning along with Macy Williams, uh, Cooper Beckland, who's won, I believe he was a champion in, in this junior category. If I, if I'm correct in that, uh, one year. So, um, he he's won. Yeah, he ran hundred CC as well. Remember hundred CC senior. Yeah. Yeah. So too, he's 19. won in the series, just never in the shifter category. Yep. So he'll be, uh, the lone Brell. Uh, no, actually two Brell arts with him. He's racing for Alex Keys racing while Anthony Freeze is the West Coast Motorsports entry in this category. So some familiar names in the category, but a lot of new names as well. Yeah, indeed. Let's move over to the Masters Rock category. And and just like we saw in, in Rock Shifter, the champion Kevin Woods, not yet on the list to enter. Neither is Cliff Quiella or Jimmy McNeil. Uh, all three of those drivers splitting the wins last year. So the top drivers, the, the winners from last year, David, not here to start the season off at Tucson. Now they may show up. I don't think McNeil was pre-entered when he and the team Vazalia guys rolled into Tucson last year. So we may see Jimmy McNeil. We'll see. Otherwise, 11 pre-entries coming in. None of the winners, as we said, the champ won't be there. So again, another opportunity for someone else to step up. And, and again, just like in the senior class, a lot of new names as well. Yeah, we'll see on the walk-ups again that, you know, master category, you just never quite know. And and some of them not having social media, they're very hard to get a hold of. So yep. we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, as of right now, no previous winners from last year in the field. However, you have a former uh, former race winner and I believe champion. I didn't double check on that. Nick Firestone, yeah, one, of the, you might, yeah. one of the veterans of shifter cart racing uh, and a longtime challenge of the America's contender. Um, racing uh, in the category as well as and, re and really to... good at Tucson, David. He's really good at Tucson. Tucson. I'm, I'm opening up my file right now. Go See here, yeah. So no, got... he did not get the series championship that year. Okay. So uh, right. yeah, that so a winner, just no championship. So he'll yeah. be among those uh, looking to add his name to that long list. Uh, Jonathan Vitolo for GFC Cardi. Mm -hmm. I expect him to be right there. He and Firestone, of course, are going to be able to pour over data together. Uh, other drivers we've seen good over the years. Warren Kinberg's always shown some pretty good speed. And who's this Joey Gion guy? Yeah, new a new name to the entry list because I, I don't believe he's ever raced at the Challenge of the Americas. He's all I've always seen him uh, 
you know, wrenching or tuning for, yeah. for competitors. So building great to engines, see the, right? yeah, building engines. Great yeah. to see the, uh, the owner of overdrive, uh, getting back behind the wheel. He's actually racing under the ruthless carding tent in, uh, in, I believe it's his own chassis brand. Uh, that's that. something I want, we need to learn more about. Um, I know it's it's manufactured in 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 Europe, but uh, Ventesimo. Yeah, Ventesimo. We'll get to the correct pronunciation from Joey, but uh, yeah, the Alberta Canada driver coming down to uh, to get behind the wheel. So I think he's seen Cliff, and he's seen a lot of these other guys jumping into the Master Shifter. You know, even Alan Shudo, who will yep. be there wrenching, not racing this year. Um, you know, he's seen all, a lot of these guys get into the seat and, you know, maybe he's been a little jealous of all these guys. So, uh, <laughs> it's a great time to do it because, you know, the challenge in America is it always has great shifter rock shifter master drivers. Agreed. I feel that that Ventesimo chassis is probably going to find its way. Some news is going to find its way into the paddock insider on Friday. Could be. That yeah. Seems, I think I'll have right. a nice chat with him. <laughs> all right, folks, when we get back after this, uh, this uh, third break here in this particular edition of the outlap, we're going to dive into that OKN chassis. We'll tell you about the drivers who are signed on for that. Uh, and then we'll look at the mini rock category as well. We'll uh, have more to come after this quick break. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups and contact OTK USA directly. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the US market. The KT5 features 30 millimeter construction with a 32 millimeter front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel 
the standard in quality and performance is still available. With four cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in brakes and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to episode 50 of the EKN Outlap, our preview for the opening round of the 2023 Challenge of the Americas at Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole joining me here on the EKN Radio Network. We head out on Thursday to uh, get ourselves there, be ready to go for Friday morning. Uh, David, the OKN category, of course, that addition to the program, well, big news uh, earlier, uh, you know, late last year, actually, when, when Andy Saisman said, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Uh, it was one engine to start out with. It's going to be just the Vortex. They opened it up to other other engine packages, but it's the first event in the U.S. for this uh, OKN package. We'll see what kind of engines we've got lined up. We'll see what drivers we have lined up. Hopefully, we'll maybe, a, maybe we'll get a couple of walk-ups, but the bottom line is still eight drivers, I think, is a pretty good way to come out of the gate. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Again, a beginning for something that is brand new around the world. Again, this is something that is not just going to be North America. It's something that's focused across the globe uh, with the FI putting in a, a lot of support and drive into this. And again, you know, a lot of different, there's six homologated engine manufacturers. I think we'll at least see two, if not three uh, on the weekend. We know of uh, Medina and also the uh, TM version are going to be uh, trackside. So when we get there, we'll get more information about who's running what and uh, and what it looks like, what they sound like, uh, all that great thing of, about this new OKN package. And it's interesting, you know, people talk a lot about this kind of, you know, the, the whole direct drive 
program and the, and the horsepower of the engine, you wonder kind of which drivers would be would be would be kind of dr- drug out here and, and maybe be attracted by it. I'm surprised not a lot of the drivers that you you would see, right? You think maybe some of the the East Coast drivers would come out. One in particular coming out that we've seen do very well over the last number of years, and that's running with uh, MPG Motorsports and Race Factory. Chase Jones on the Cart Republic rolling out uh, they've got a bunch of drivers they're bringing out for this event uh, david and i talked to billy vincent from mpg motorsports last night and uh, he's pretty excited about getting chase out there and, and along with the drivers other drivers that they have but to see how this thing all plays out yeah again they're they're looking at this is a great test opportunity not only to compete uh with with the new OKN program but also because they'll be racing it on the east coast as well too so that it's a great opportunity for for them to kind of come to grasp with that yeah. and again something brand new and something exciting chase already a rock vegas winner uh coming in with uh you know good momentum from the end of last year uh cart republic obviously doing well right now in terms of uh results here in the united states as well too so that's great uh, interesting to see Alex Keys. That's kind of a noteworthy entry. Again, we've seen him doing driver coaching and wrenching over the last couple of years. He was a longtime challenge competitor. Uh, raced, I think the last time he raced was in rock shifter category. Um, so he's actually coming back to, into the seat to uh, to try this out aboard the Charles Leclerc chassis. Um, a driver moving up from junior to senior because essentially this is a senior category. Uh, Jesus Vasquez mm-hmm. Jr. Uh, Nash Motorsports going to be uh, making that transition up into the senior ranks this year and starting off in the OKN category as well, too. So interesting to see that we have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different chassis brands represented in the eight entries as well. What do you think about uh, Anthony Freeze doing double duty? <laughs> It's interesting. Uh, again, Rock Shifter, you know, that's something that he's run uh, typically throughout the challenge, uh, last couple of years of the challenge. But to go back and forth, that, again, that's a little bit uh, uh, extra work. I'm not sure where everything falls in the schedule. I hadn't looked and see the, the actual order of that, but I, that wasn't something I didn't notice, that yep. that Freeze is actually doing double duty. I wonder if Vasquez is also doing uh, yeah, he's not doing 100cc, so uh, he's going to focus on that OKN package. Um, no, Martin's not doing both. Jones is not doing both. So a lot of these drivers, aside from Freeze, are going to focus on the uh, on this engine package and uh, kind of get figure it out and learn. Yeah, I'm really I'm really excited about this. It'll obviously be the first time we see this. And, and again, you mentioned it, David, for the guys like MPG Motorsports and, and Race Factory coming over here with Chase Jones. Get a feel for this thing, you know, get a chance to race it a bit before they run it at the Stars Championship. So this should be very interesting to see how it all plays out. Eight drivers uh, in right now, at least in the opening, uh, I guess the debut of OKN here in the U.S. Let's move to Mini Rock, David. Eight pre-entries in, in Mini Rock. This was a class that was pretty solid last year. I think we had somewhere like, you know, 14 or 15 minis and just a handful, maybe three to five micros last year. It's a combination class this year of micro and mini running together. Uh, the big dogs from last year, though, Gage Corn and Ashen Wound, Turner Brown, Brandon Underwood, none of those drivers, at least on the list right now. So last year's champion, Gage Corn, not coming back to defend. I, again, I got to say it, new names for the category here in the mini rock category. Yeah, that's kind of going to be the focus is uh, drivers stepping up to to uh, kind of inherit uh, the lead and the and the top role uh, with Corn and the and others moving on. I think Corn was looking at doing junior shifter, uh, but so far no confirmation on that for him. 
Um, Trevor uh, Turner Brown moved up to the junior ranks and he's racing on the East Coast uh, this winter. Ashton Moon moving to the East Coast during last year. So he's focused on the East Coast programs as well, too. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of opened up the door for for some familiar name or for new names to step in. But one name we're familiar with, Jackson Gibson, uh, provisional winner at the Scusa Super Nationals. He is going to be. in making, I don't think he's raced the challenge before. So I think this could be a, a debut for him at the challenge in the Americas. Indeed. And a couple of drivers, so as I said, MPG Motorsports and Race Factory coming out. Uh, Cam Becker will be running from them. We've seen Gabriel Balog uh, as well come down from Canada to run with the Race Lab crew. They're going to be there as well. So, uh, yeah, that's are, his. This, right? will, this will be his challenge debut. So yeah. he's not uh, race at the challenge. Gibson, not uh, uh, Mateo Paya. I'm not sure how you say that name from uh, BBR we'll or the Falcon. <laughs> and then Braden Wagner uh, under the GFC uh, tent. He's uh, he's another new name as well, too. So uh, Paxton Romero uh, coming back for Forward Direction Motorsports. Luca Popescu, a familiar name as well, too. So uh, it's, it's going to be a good mix. Last year, we saw a lot of great racing. We saw good big packs of racing. Uh, even though we, we only saw two drivers win, it was it was a lot of a lot of great racing all, all season long. No doubt. Okay, one more break, folks. When we get back, we'll wrap it all up. It's the big classes. We'll go Senior 100cc, Junior 100cc, and Masters 100cc to cap things off this edition of the Outlap. Motor mounts are critical to producing 100% of the power your engine has to get you on the podium each and every time. Odenthal Racing Products provide the best motor mounts in the karting market today. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience, providing products with unmatched quality and value for the karting market. Our newest product is the Pro Series mount for two-cycle engines, available in 0, 5, and 8-degree angles, providing a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a medium with fins underneath to help dissipate heat off the engine. Our four-cycle EZ set is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability, depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, ORP wedge clamps get the job done, featuring a number of updates to its design for a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro sizes. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, made in the USA. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shipper car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program, 
Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. The Challenge of the Americas is back for its 16th season in 2023 and some intriguing changes are in store to make this new year the most exciting yet. We've adjusted the schedule to make our program work better for our teams, which means more teams, more racers, and more competition. For the first time, we're starting the Challenge of the Americas season in February. We're launching at the incredible Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, one of the best racetracks in the country, on the February 3rd to 5th weekend, and then we'll head to the PKRA facility in Phoenix on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The finale will again take place at the beautiful Sonoma Raceway this year on April 14th, 15th, and 16th. The sought-after tickets to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy and the Rock Vegas event in Las Vegas will be on the line, as always. We're also stoking the fire for the series with two exciting new classes for this year's challenge that have the karting community buzzing. We'll be the first program to offer the new CIK FIA OKN formula, which is karting at its purest. Direct drive, no starter, light and fast. Who's up for this challenge? We're also providing the country's only place for juniors to race gearbox carts with our new Rock Shifter Junior class. The engine is restricted, which provides an incredible experience for our young racers and durability and lower engine costs for our families. If your son or daughter is looking at a shifter, race the challenge to get real experience. The 2023 season of the Challenge of the Americas kicks off in less than three months, so make sure you book the weekends on your racing calendar. To learn more, head to challengecarding.com. Welcome back. Time to wrap things up as we preview this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas opener in Tucson, Arizona at the Muscleman Honda Circuit. Looking to be a, a really solid uh, weekend, of course, a big evolution in terms of some classes getting dropped, new ones getting added. But David, really, the highlight for the entire you know entry list that when it, when it got delivered to us was I just kept scrolling down and counting thirty seven pre entries to hundred cc senior. That is absolutely massive. Kiriako Sukas, last year's champion, he actually won't be here. Uh, at least won't be there at the opener from, that we can see so far. But the largest field in series history, uh, we'll see how things play out. This should be this should be pretty interesting to watch. There's a lot of really good names here in this category. Yeah, no former winners from last year coming back. Jake Drew uh, focused on the ARCA program that he's been doing uh, and did so well last year. Co- uh, Oliver Hodgson, uh, three-time winner last year, not yeah. coming back. And, and champion Kiriakis Sukis not coming back. So, opening the door for a new champion in 2023 and a lot of major names uh, to uh, to be able to compete uh, for that title. Uh, looking, again, going down the list, a lot of different names. Uh, you got to start with Liam Letch. He's a former series champion mm-hmm. uh, coming in so uh, under the GFC tent. So this is, I believe, his second year with GFC. So we'll see if the sophomore season works out. Frankie Mossman has been showing really well aboard the CRG and the 100cc categories did uh, a lot of good results last year. Um, he's kind of going to be a standout name that that'll be uh, on the stopwatch throughout uh, the practice yeah, practice uh, sessions. Yeah. Uh, Josh Campbell, another name as well too. So a lot of 
those are kind of the names that stick out for me. Chase Hand and uh, Steven Isert representing NorCal. And remember, remember Chase Hand making his GFC debut after a couple of years with Rawls and Performance Group as well. He's been testing with the team pretty aggressively. So, yeah, Chase Hand could definitely be in the fight here for sure. You mentioned Steven Isert. Um, I'd look for Josh Finer for Race Lab as well, for very likely to be on that uh, Jacques Villeneuve card. I bet you he's in the top 10 as well. Yeah, and then Chase Hand had never raced Challenge, so this is something brand new for them. Uh, Again, a new series, again, new cart, a lot of uh, different variables. So we'll see kind of how he reacts to uh, to that coming into Tucson. Again, a track I don't think he's been to as well either. So that's something that that we'll watch uh, as the weekend goes on. Uh, Lydia Small, she's been she was good in the junior ranks, so we'll see uh, right. how she's yeah. going to do this weekend. Uh, and Henry Wheeler, the MPG Motorsports entry in this category, the senior owner of CC division, uh, so he'll represent uh, the East Coast, the Ohio driver. Uh, in what you said is amazing 37 driver field. <laughs> yeah, you look across the 100cc ranks and it is fantastic. There are 74 drivers over senior, junior, and master. 27 in the junior category. Christian Cameron winning the championship last year. He's just, I think he's pretty much focusing on the East Coast program, running with PSL Karting. No Christian Cameron, no Steven Eisert, no Preston Lambert either. He's going to be running over in the WSK program with Sodi Kart this year. Look for a driver diary coming out of Preston on eCart news.com but again that blows things out of the out of the water again gonzalez lambert uh, jesus vasquez cameron Icert, all winners last year and i think the big thing david and you've got it in your notes here got nine drivers who have graduated up from the mini category again that i mean that's part of the problem with uh, not having big numbers in mini when you lose nine of them i mean that last year we saw good numbers in that field and now we're we're down to uh under you know under double digits so that's part of the issue that uh, we have in terms of numbers. And that's the ebb and flow of, of carding. You get the, the kids that graduate from, from one division to the next. So, yep. uh, you know, looking at the names, you got Nico Serfati, you have Ty Fisher, Kyle Drysdale. Um, those are kind of the, the three names that stand out in the, in the nine drivers that raced in the mini category last year. Yeah, and, and you look at some of the guys that are, I'd say guys and girls, because the first one I'm starting with was actually Peyton Westcott. She's been kind of dialing things in. She's been looking good, working with Nash Motorsports. Uh, and Matt Johnson has done some national-level racing in the Scusa program. So she's kind of been getting a feel for some of the bigger stuff as well. I expect her to be in the, the fight. Keegan Kaminsky, another driver who's been running uh, you know, with Formula Works and GFC. Uh, and what about Austin Olds? He's another driver. Again, this 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 crew of guys that are coming out from kind of the Midwest and you know with MPG Motorsports and Race Factory from Indiana. I think Austin Olds will be a driver to watch again. All new racetrack for him, though, right? And and uh, first time ever running in the program as well. Yeah, Austin Olds and Mason Kuhn from MPG Motorsports. So they're going to represent the the East Coast drivers coming over uh, to compete. And like you said, Kaminsky, I think he's going to be one to watch. He did Agreed. very well yeah. um, in uh, in in his trips to uh, the East Coast side of things and did well towards the end of the year. Alexander Gonzalez, the only returning winner from last year uh, in the field. So, uh, watch him under the national motorsports tent. So I would, yeah, he was put, good last year, right? He I would put, Gonza- last year. yeah, I would put yeah. Gonzalez and Keegan Kaminsky as the, uh, uh, top returning drivers, Rocky Moran. I think this is his second year in the junior ranks. So we'll see if, uh, he's able to, to get that, avoid that sophomore slump or make it a, a boost. Cause he really wasn't notable last year that uh, we didn't really see him too much in the top 10, uh, during, during last year. So, 
Uh, but for me, Gonzalez, Kaminsky, those are kind of the names that that I'll be watching. Uh, and as you said, along with Olds, seeing if uh, if he can make the uh, the all all the new stuff, put that aside and be up front. Yeah, the only other driver I would throw out there right now, based on just kind of scrolling up and down here, is Graham Trammell. He's got a lot of national level experience, and we'll see if Graham can uh, can get in there and start fighting here in 100cc junior. And David, let's wrap it up with Masters 100cc. Just 10 drivers on the pre-entry list. We'd love to see another handful come in here. This is a category, of course, kind of near and dear to my heart, my class as well. But we talked so much about through the categories that the champion wasn't coming back. Well, Ian Kunches is back. Uh, he won five times last year. You got to put the you got to put the spotlight on him. The the reigning champ coming back with Ford Direction Motorsports. Yeah, but he's not the only champion in the category, as we now have Derek Wang running the 100cc division. Uh, the four-time Rockmaster champion at yep. Challenge of the Americas making the move over to the 100cc division. So we'll get to see the Kunches versus Wang, not to mention you throw in Preston Newberry in there. It's it's going to be a, a pretty good battle. you got Luke Tracy. We'll at see Chris, how Ron... Chris Mann as well. And Chris Mann, yeah, he's always uh, up yeah. Chris Mann, yeah, he, he he was following Wang and uh, Cleveland yeah. all last year in the Rotax program. Uh, so you got a number of names that that'll be there. We'll see how Ron Schoonover does in his second season at the Challenge uh, under the JH Motorsports tent. Yeah. Uh, again, this will be a cool category to watch uh, and to see how it plays out. Indeed, it's going to be a lot of fun, folks. We're hoping to see if we can't get over the 120, 125, maybe 130 entry mark once we get trackside. Like we said, they'll be firing things up with uh, track run practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Friday, of course, the first time we go official. The opening round of the Challenge of the Americas will be live on ecardinews.com slash live. We'll stream through the, uh, the, the app as well. If you have the ECAN radio network app on your phone, we'll have a ton of content coming through our social media channels. We'll have the Paddock Insider on Friday. Uh, I get in midday, uh, well, maybe mid-afternoon on Thursday. David doesn't get in until late Thursday evening. David, we will be trackside early on, on Friday morning, ready to fire things up. Uh, it's East Coast, West Coast time, so we'll, we'll just naturally get up a little bit earlier. But, uh, again, looking forward to starting the West Coast season off. Uh, we'll be at all three of the challenge races this year. Yeah, it's only two hour time difference for us, so not too bad. No. Um, and again, excited to get a, a 16th season that Challenge in America has kicked off. Our 13th year with them, providing live tracks, trackside live coverage uh, once again. Again, just thrilled and excited. I'm, I'm excited just to get trackside. It's been since uh, yeah. November. Yeah, so, you, uh, you didn't come to Scusa, that's right. You haven't been to a racetrack since Supernats. Yeah, I'm I'm itching, I'm itching. I need I need I need to smell that two cycle and uh, and and get see the see the uh, the tires hit the racetrack. Yeah, I'm all for it too. And I always love getting out to see the, the challenge family. So we look forward to being there. Hopefully, you'll tune in, folks, throughout the weekend. The Challenge of America is getting things underway once again. A big thank you to Race Lab for being our presenting sponsor of this edition of the EK and Outlap, our fiftieth fiftieth edition of our preview show that we started a few years ago to, with the Super Nationals. Uh, again, looking forward to getting out there, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>